From the Tiffany Micah podcast, and welcome to this week's Lessons Learned. Can you believe it? We're in April already. I can't believe it. My goodness, where's the time gone? The first quarter's done. So I hope you're starting to think about your goals for this next quarter. I'll be uh, keen to hear what your plans are. I've actually let this week go a little bit in the sense of I just wanted to give myself a bit of a break from. Um, the planning as such I wanted to be a little bit more free and open because my book's almost almost there it's nearly ready to to hit the you know hit the the printers so to speak and um, so I just wanted to ensure I was uh, got the final pieces in place for for the book so um, the attention has been more on that rather than planning for the next quarter so for me that'll happen next week but what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to be sharing lessons learned with you. As you know, I do this at the end of each week because I want to ensure that the lessons that I'm learning for me and helping me get better and improving me is actually really the purpose of this is to help improve you too. So you may be going through the same things that I go through and I want to make sure that you're getting you know benefit out of these uh, these lessons learned. So let's get ready. Here we go into lesson one. Okay, lesson one, getting most out of the day. So it's really like we want to get the time right. Right, because what I'm feeling, and you may be feeling the same way, I'm really feeling like I'm not utilizing time efficiently because I've got a lot to do. And I, I don't want to be one of those people that says, you know, I don't have enough time. I really don't like it when people say, I don't have enough time. I want, and I want to make sure that I want to have the time so that I can do everything that I want to do, right? But how can we achieve that? So, this is what I know about me. So I want you to be thinking about you while I'm saying this. This is what I know about me. I know I love to get up early, right? And I know that I'm most productive and my best time is in the morning to mid-afternoon, up till about four o'clock. So early in the morning, right through to about four o'clock, I'm really, really good. But the thing is that I do know this too. I know that I get tired late afternoon and early evening. And I also need downtime, so I need to make sure I'm giving myself recovery time because I know that I have to manage myself better because I've been through, you know, many a time going through burnout. So I always make sure that I'm managing myself better because I want to wake up the next morning fresh and alert versus I don't want to be completely exhausted and just trying to get through the day. And I hear this quite a lot, the the gurus, right? They say this, do your main work, like whatever your job is or whatever your school is or whatever it is, you've got to do that, do as much, do that between the hours that you've got to do and then between the hours of 7pm and 2am, okay, then you've got to work on this next thing that you, you're working on, your new vision and so on, you know, and for me, I can't do that, like I'm being realistic, I can't do that, maybe I can do that now and then, but I can't back that up every single day, I know I can't, right, because I've tried it 
years ago. Burnout, burnout, burnout. So what I'm doing is what I'm doing is I'm working on maximizing as much as the alert time that I have throughout the day to get the most out of me, right? Because I want to be working efficiently and effectively, working smarter, not harder, okay? Because I know, I know when I work at my best. So that the thing is, is we need to make sure that you also know when you work at your best. So this is how I've worked it out. And this is a way in which you can help yourself work yourself out better so that you're more efficient and effective in what you're doing. So what I've done is I've worked out the day, right? How many minutes have we got in the day? All right, so realistically, the minutes that we've got, we've all got the same amount of time, right? We've got 1,440 minutes, right? 24 hours. So what I did here was I worked out the sleep time, right? So, you know, I, I, I do sleep somewhere between seven and eight hours and sleep is incredibly important because we need that recovery time and I'm finding that I do need that. So I'm not going to fight that. I can get away with six hours and I do sometimes, but majority of the time, just for the, the ex, especially for the purposes of this exercise, we're just going to keep it very simple, right? So sleep time, which is 480 minutes, right? Which gives me eight hours. My gym time, my workout time at the gym, 120 minutes, right? Which is two hours. I like to give myself that two hours to, to train at the gym. Getting ready for my work day, so I give myself 60 minutes for that. Right? And that just means having breakfast, having a shower, making sure the house is tidy, making the bed, you know, all of that kind of thing. Saying hi to my husband, having a chat to him, all of that kind of thing so I can fit that in that time. Then I've also got my travel time, so whether I've got my work day. Um, so it depends where I'm working as well. So if I'm working from home, obviously there's no travel time. But if there is travel time, it could be up to two hours in total travel time, especially one particular golf course I work at at the moment. It takes me at least 45 minutes to get there. So that's to get there and then come back. So I give myself around about 60 minutes of traveling time. So we'll say two hours of traveling time in total. Okay, there and back. Again, it will depend on... um, uh, you know, where I'm working on the day and also the travel time for the, for gym time. So what I've looked at, it's around about 60 minutes each way. So let's say two hours, right? So 120 minutes. Then time with my husband, I call this my love actually time. So that's night time of, you know, hanging out with him, having dinner and, you know, maybe watching a funny program or something. I like to wind down at night and watch a funny program and so on. Something that's, you know, interesting and fun and light and, and all of that. So, you know, that's two hours at night. So that's 120 minutes. And then I've also got a morning routine that I do. Like I've got a specific system to ensure that I'm focused and staying on point and so on. So that's 90 minutes. So that's quite, quite a bit, right? That's quite a bit of time. And that doesn't include work time yet, right? So what I, what I then have done, so I'm going to use this example just to make this easy for you to understand. And, and what I will we'll do for you is I'll also leave this, um, wherever you hear this episode, I'll leave it in the description, uh, you know, uh, the times, right, sleep time and so on. So it just gives you something to think about. So it'll, again, it'll all depend on the day, but I'm going to use Tuesday because Tuesday is my day in which I work from home, okay? So Here's, here's the example. 
So I've added up my sleep, my gym, my ready for work day, my traveling to gym time, my time with my um, husband and my morning routine. So all of that is 885 minutes out of the 1,440 minutes. So what actually gives me is 550 minutes left to work out, you know, for my work day. 550 minutes is actually nine and a half hours. That's quite a bit, isn't it? So nine and a half hours of actual focused work time that I can utilize. So what I've done is uh, if I take that nine and a half and I take half an hour out, I, I can use that as my break time, so for my for my lunch. But for each hour that I work, what I then do is I work solidly for 45 minutes. So I set a timer, I work solidly for 45 minutes, and then I take a break for 15 minutes. Right, So I work solidly for 45, take a break for 15. Now in that break of 15 minutes, there's other things that I can do. Right, So I'm working on my work time, on specific tasks that I want to get done for my work, like, you know, creating episodes for for the um, podcast shows that I've got and working on the business, doing all those types of things, right? So then in that 15-minute break, these are things that I could do. I could read for 10 minutes. I could do some research for 10 minutes. I could practice the guitar if I wanted to for 10 minutes, go and, you know, chip with my chipping wedge out the in the backyard for 10 minutes, something. And in that other five minutes, I can go to the toilet, have a drink, have a snack or something like that, right? But then what's happened here is it's made me more efficient, hasn't it? So that's what we want to make sure that we're doing. We're, we're creating the day to make ourselves more efficient, knowing that we're getting the most out of what we can do in that day. Does that make sense? So I will leave this so that you can see this, but for you in the, in the description, but if you want to work more efficiently, start working out your time. How many minutes in, we know how many minutes we've got in the day. It's going to be what you're going to do to utilize that time because we don't want to waste time, do we? So that's the first lesson. Now, the second lesson is creating a visual timeline. And I really like creating visuals because I'm quite a visual person and I like to have a vision of what I want to achieve and then I want to write it out I want to put pictures or I want to see the vision, right? I want to see it and believe it and work towards it. And most people only believe it when they see it in the sense of when it happens, they'll believe it's happened. They only believe that it'll happen when it's actually happened. Whereas what we want to do is we want to see the vision. We're believing in that vision and then we work towards creating that vision. So we want to create it, put images to it and work on making it happen because we know and believe that it will happen, right? So it's really simple. So this is going to leave for you here what I want to share with you. What I've been doing is a a really simple thing that it's been working for me and it's creating this starting point. Now I'm going to use money uh, or finances to describe this because it's just so much easier to describe right so what we want to do is we want to create and and put a it's hard to describe it verbally but uh one day i hope to shoot a video for you so you can see this so but what i want you to do is draw a starting point on the on the piece of paper and then i want you to create an arrow now at the end of that point where you've got that arrow head 
that's that's our goal okay and then we're at a starting point so what I want you to do here and I'm going to use this as an example for you right so the starting point here is let's say you're earning $500 a day but you're arrowhead point right your your major goal that you want to achieve is you want to be earning let's say $250,000 per day way out there right we want to dream big right dream big right think big we don't want to think small so then what we want to do is on that timeline because that then becomes that timeline because we've got this nice big arrow we want to work out the points in which okay well in order for us to get from $500 a day in we want to get to $250,000 per day. How are we going to do that? Well, let's set up some little targets. So on this little timeline, we can put out, okay, well, our first our first goal is that we want to earn $1,000 per day. Then we add to the timeline, just a little bit further down the timeline, we add, okay, we've achieved that first one. Then we're going to work on the $5,000 per day. Then we shift from that. Again, we add on the timeline $20,000 per day. Then we move from $20,000 per day to $50,000 per day. Then we move from $50,000 to $100,000 per day. And then we've got our $250,000 per day, right? We've set these little targets up on the line. So now that we can see that image, right, it's out on the piece of paper we've created, we've got it out of our head and we've got it onto the piece of paper or in our journal or whatever it is that you're using, then what we need to do is we need to figure out just our first one because this starting point of earning $500 a day and then you're saying, oh my goodness, how am I going to get to $250,000 per day? That's massive, right? You go into, oh my God, I can't do that. That's too far away. But if we work on the first goal, right, your first money goal, how are you going to, you want to figure out is how are you going to get from $500 per day to $1,000 per day? That's what we're going to be thinking about. So these are the things that I'm, I'm going to pose to you. So question one is I want you to list out all the actions and the ideas that must be implemented from, for you to earn $1,000 per day. I want you to be thinking about what can be done. So you, whether you, you know, some people call it brainstorming, some people call it a think up, some people call it a think tank, whatever it is. I just want you to write down all the things that you think that you need to do for you to earn $1,000 per day. I don't want you to be thinking I'm earning $500 per day right now. I want you to be thinking, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. I'm going to be earning $1,000 a day. How am I going to do that? All right, so just brainstorm, think think tank right write it all out then number two I want you to set up these ideas or these action steps that you've created I want you to set them up into phases so we've got phase one phase two phase three phase four phase five now phase five is actually achieving the goal right the thousand dollars per day so what I want you to do is everything that you've listed in in your number one question is listing out all the ideas and action steps Let's see what phases you can put them into. How are you going to get from phase one, phase one, which is where you are, like $500, right, to phase five, to $1,000? We can break it down. Phase two could be um, how you're going to get to $600 per day. Phase three can be how you're going to get to $700. Phase four can be how you're going to get to $900 per day. Phase five is your ultimate, you know, your first money goal, thousand dollars 
right? And then you write down the action steps that you've got to do in phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, phase five. Then what I want you to do is then begin. Begin at phase one. Do all the actions that you need to do in order to get you to phase two, right? So that, that then you start earning that $600 per day so that you then once you've done that, you get a phase three, phase four, phase five, ching, ching, you've made your, you know, your $1,000 per day. Once that happens, bang, you work on your next step, which is $5,000 per day, and you repeat the same process, right? So it's really good to create a visual timeline for whatever it is that you want to do. So I've just done this money one because it's just easy to um, explain and create, but use that for anything that you want to do. How are you going to achieve that timeline? Okay, so that is what I wanted to share with you today. I hope you enjoyed both these lessons learned on creating the visual timeline and also getting the most out of your day. Those were quite impactful for me, so I wanted to share those for you because I, I really feel that they will help you. And I would love if you could share with your friends these episodes because if you feel that you're getting benefit I'd love it if too if your friends could um, get benefit from these episodes I'd really appreciate that if you have 30 seconds to spare I'd also love it if you could share with me not only that what you like best about what you hear in these episodes but give me a five-star review um because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day, take care, talk soon, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.